Good morning and welcome to Faith Walk with William Carroll. And this morning, we are going to continue. Um, on the last episode, uh, we talked about how I had been over and prayed for a friend with cancer and that how on the way home, uh, I felt impressed by the Lord to pick up a hitchhiker, how we prayed for him, prayed for his knee, how he started walking slowly and then started walking faster, then started running. And um, and so I wanted to con- continue on with that thought. Uh, we talked about on the last one, again, we went over Exodus 15, 26, where it says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. You need to go read that. You need to study it out. You need to look at it. We also talked about uh, Matthew, um, I mean, I'm sorry, Mark 16, Mark 16 at the Great Commission at the end of the chapter where it talks about going into all the world and baptizing the believers and the believers shall do these things. Go back and read that. We talked about Hebrews 13 and 8. Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, We also read James 1 and 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow or turning. That means he changes not. He doesn't turn. You know, he doesn't say one thing one day and and uh, do one thing one day and do another thing the next day. And I also mentioned in that uh, last podcast about how um, that there was a boldness that came over me. There was a boldness that came over me. And when I, I, I prayed for my friend in the ICU and also when uh, I just knew that it wasn't me to pick up hitchhikers because I don't do that kind of things. But I knew it was a leading of the Lord. And so I picked up the hitchhiker, me and my friend. There was a friend with me. I told you one will put 1,000, two will put 10,000. So, um, and and how we went back and how we had great testimony at the church and, and we just glorified God after church. Well, listen, uh, we're going to go over here today and we're going to start, we're going to start in, um, we're going to start in Acts, Acts chapter one, because I, I mentioned it uh, last time. I told you, go look at it. Listen, I, <laughs> one of my friends at church the other night, I was really tired. I had been working 12, not working, ministering uh, 14, 12 hours a day. And I, and I came to church Wednesday night and <laughs> he's over there and he's he had been listening to my podcast. Well, you know, he said, well, you've been throwing any rocks uh, anytime. And, you know, I told you I'd throw some gospel rocks at you. They wouldn't hurt you, but they would help you. You know, they'd help stir you up and wake you up and get you out there and believe in God and walking in the word of God. And um, I didn't even catch it. I didn't even catch it. I was so tired. I, I was almost falling asleep. And uh, <clears throat> we went into men's ministry, excuse me, and... <clears throat> In men's ministry, uh, he made a couple of comments that I had talked about earlier, and I almost didn't. I finally caught one of them at the end, you know, because he kept saying, they say, you know, when they say, you know. <clears throat> and then he said, uh, oh, he was saying the theologians, and you just got to go back. I'm, I'm just telling you, if you start now and it, and it quickens your heart, go back and listen to the other ones. Look, I'm just real. I'm just a simple, everyday, real guy. 
I worked in the fire department. I worked in the oil field. I worked in the fire department, EMT service for oh, around eight years, six years, eight years. And then I went into the oil field and I was in the oil field for 33, uh, 33 years and five months. And so uh, <clears throat> you just need to go back and you need to listen. These, these will encourage you. These will lift you up. These will teach you to get God out of the box, right? Okay, so now let's jump over to Acts 1, chapter 4. I guess you've already found it. I hope you have. And it says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Promise of the Father. And he saith, You've heard of me. He had spoken of the promise of the Father again. Go back to John, uh, Gospel of John, chapter 14. 15, 16, read about that. You can find it other places. And he says, For John, in Acts 1 and 5, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire not many days for sin. Not many days hence. Okay, and then we're going to drop down to 8. It says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is a come come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost part of the earth. You know, and when we talked about that power, that power comes from a word dunamis. It's where we get our our word dynamite from. It's miracle working power. It's 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 a, a power that happens right now. You know, it's just what does dynamite do? Boom, man. And I mean, it changes the, the face of the cliffs that you're trying to maybe uh, sculpture or the cliffs that you're trying to cut through to, um, to, to put a highway in. I mean, dynamite changes things. It makes things happen. And this word dunamis is where we get our word dynamite from, okay? So it says you will receive power, dunamis, after that the Holy Ghost is to come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me and to Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and all the most part of the earth. All right, so <clears throat> we're talking about being baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire and power. And I told you that after we walked out of that emergency room, man, I mean, I mean ER, ICU, there was just a, just it felt like a, 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 a blessings, buckets of blessings, and how that I just felt power and boldness, you know, to to stop and pick up the hitchhiker. Now we're gonna move right ahead, and I was at working at the ER and I was doing some ER time uh, as a firefighter in Kilgore because I had gone through my special skills EMT classes. Special skills at that time was just a little lower than a paramedic, but certain, uh, if you worked under a paramedic, you could start IVs, you could do intubations, you could do almost everything that a medic could do. You could even push uh, some drugs, not all drugs that paramedics do, but some drugs. And so I was doing my ER time to complete my schooling and, and, uh, there was this uh, young lady that came in. She was, oh, in her 20s, you know, and, she, and I was just walking around the rooms and going in and watching, you know, the nurses and all. And I seen this, this girl, and she was just in this room, and she couldn't breathe. She was just huffing and puffing and could not breathe. So I walked in, and I sat beside her, and I said, how are you doing? And she tried to tell me she couldn't do it. And I said, well, what's the matter with you? And she said, asthma. She says, I have these attacks about once a month. And she says, I come here and I stay in here about a week. And she says, I just, she says, it's just, I'd rather die than go through this again. 
And I, I told her, I said, well, I said, can't the doctors do anything? She says, no, they can't do anything. They give me medicines, they give me this, but it doesn't help. And she said, uh, I'd just rather die. And I said, well, I said, <clears throat> I said, well, you know what? I said, I believe God still does miracles. Do you believe God does miracles? And she said, yes, I do believe God does miracles. I said, what about if you and I pray that God does a miracle and he heals you from this asthma? And I said, well, do you believe God can do that? And she said, yes, I believe God can do it because I know the doctors can't do it. So we said a prayer and we prayed. You know, the word of God says where two or three that are gathered, there he is in the midst of them and asking him anything that it shall be done for them. So if it's according to his will, and I told you healing's according to his world, search it out, find it out. You know, you don't always have to pay, Lord God, if it if it be thy will. So we prayed and... Um, uh, they had to move her up to ICU, and the ICU that, that night, like the emergency room, was so busy, and they had to open up a new section. All the rooms were filled. They opened up a big room and, and that just had, you know, curtains around them, and they set her way back in the back in the corner. I mean, this room was filled, and... Um, I, t I prayed for her again, and I, I told her that, you know, I'd check on her tomorrow. I said, I'll be back up here and check on you tomorrow, and so... I, and I told her, I said, don't believe the devil. If there's doubt and unbelief that comes into your mind, you just tell him, get thee behind me, Satan, just like Jesus did when he was tempted. And says, the word of God says that where two or three are gathered, there you are. And we prayed, and you are a healing God, and we believe you are a miracle God. So I left. I went home the next day. I, man, when I got there, I ran. I ran up there, I ran up through the ER and up to uh, ICU because I wanted to visit with this girl. And I wanted to, you know, just see how she was doing. And when I got there, um, uh, that room was closed down. And then the other ICU, they had moved a lot of patients out. A lot of patients had gone home. And I, I saw one of the nurses and I said, hey, hey. I said, you was here last night. I said, I said, um, do you remember that, that, that young uh, girl we brought in here and we we put her right back there in the back of the room it was so full and she said uh i don't know and i said well you know she comes in about once a month she has real bad asthma attacks she usually stays for about a week and i said we put her right back there. she said i know who you're talking about she said, and she got really excited. She said, I, she said, you're not going to believe this. But about 30 minutes after y'all brought her up here, her asthma stopped. She started to breathe, and we released her to go home. She said, I've never seen that before because she usually she stays at least a week before we get it under control and she goes home. And I just started praising God. I said, well, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And she said, what, what? And I told her that uh, I had seen her in the ER before we brought her up there and that, that she didn't believe, she knew the doctors couldn't do anything for her, but she believed God still did miracles. And we stood together. We agreed that God would heal her body and heal that asthma and she would get to go home. And I, I'm telling you, that nurse just got excited. And, you know, she said, she said, well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you it was a miracle because I know her. I know how she comes in here. And she said, she said, thank you for sharing that with me. 
You know, and people people get excited when they see the work of God, when they see God's work. You know, Jesus said, but believe in me. You know, he said, believe in the Father. Believe in the Father. If you don't believe me in me, believe in the Father for the works I do or the works of the Father. Because if you see me, you see the Father. Well, that's what people are supposed to be seeing in us. They're supposed to see in the works of God through us because Jesus said that he would baptize us with the Holy Ghost and fire and that he we would have power to be witnesses. You know, the power of God, we can witness with our voice. We can have power with their witness, speaking the word. But God's word, if you keep reading in Acts, it says that he confirmed the word of the apostles with signs and wonders and miracles following. God wants to confirm your word. Now, listen, I've got to get off of here. I had to do a couple of short ones because I didn't have much time left this month to do. So I'm going to say goodbye. If you want to contact me, you want to tell me how I'm encouraging you or ask a question or, or you know, uh, don't be writing me no fussy notes. But in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, write me. Let me know. Encourage me. Because, see, I don't get feedback. All you do is hear me. I don't hear you. It's Faith Walk William Carroll. It's Faith Walk. 1960 Faith Walk 1960 Faith Walk 1960 at outlook.com uh, just continue to pray for me as I pray for you ask Jesus into your heart let him be the lord of your life start your walk if you don't know him because he can change your life in Jesus' name amen <music>